0: I text you a question, next minute my phone rings. What is wrong with you? Nothing worse than a salad orderer who then wants in on all the chips. So what section are you in? What section am I in? Someone's ready to board this father's with semi-trailer sized luggage. I think you should be more concerned with that. Hello and welcome to another episode of Literally Nobody Cares. Today I knew the name of the podcast up front. I think that's a good start. I think that's a, where we're going. It's a Friday, so you would think I'd be worse off. The new iPhone's arrived. I think that's what we should discuss immediately. Uh... I've put it now at arm's length that I can't stay close to the mic to reach it. (laughs) I'm back. Um, Look, at first glance, if you will, at first hold, at first assessment, I love that they've taken everything off the back. I'm really into that now. There's just no text or anything. It's just the Apple logo. It's very chic. Um, Button pusher Aaron and Producer Courtney have gone into full-blown meltdown because I've said it's Friday. Um, I get it. I'm pre-recording, all right? I'm, I'm a real celebrity podcaster now. We're pre-recording ahead of time. Um, I am currently, if you're listening to this on the release date, in China. N- Ni hao? Um, So I don't know the languages, but someone could let me know. Anyway, so I'm in China. I've gone to find out where they manufacture the iPhones to get to the bottom of it. No, I'm not. Um, Yeah, so first glance, I'm really into it. The cameras aren't in the photos. So I have that thing. I don't know if everyone's familiar, that thing where if you see circles together, it makes you feel super uncomfortable. So I have that. I have a, what I would call a, a mild version. I'm not like weird, but there's a there's a plant where if I see the plant, i really feel unwell. It's really not good. It's not, not a vibe. Um, so like when someone, I've had people who send me natives before and they're always in natives and I, and I'm like, get them away from me immediately. They're disgusting. Um, so yeah, I, uh, it's called
1: trypophobia.
0: Trypophobia.
1: Tripo. Oh, trypo. I, I was going to say is a trap. I have it too, and I'm like literally itching my head off because I'm thinking about it.
0: Yeah, now. no, it's a no-go. So I was a little bit concerned that this camera was going to trigger that, but I think in real life it's actually a lot better than the photos. The photos to me really felt like it was going to happen, but um, it's quite thin. I don't think it's too heavy. I'm quite into it. I haven't had a chance to play with the button. it. Button pusher Aaron has opened the camera app, I haven't. Um, so who knows? Apparently he was saying that it was so wide which I don't feel like it's going to be the skinny lens. Button push Aaron. So, oh, it's the skinny lens and it's wide. I can't believe they answered my emails. Um, all right, fabulous. That's enough of that. Everyone's bored. So I'm in China at the moment. Um, sorry as if the delays and the Instagram content is delayed, but it's a communist country and I don't feel like they're big on social media. So I may not be able to do anything. And also be respectful. You know, sense the tone. I don't want to be like breaking the laws and getting around, but I am staying for a very short period. Um... So I'm going to China. What am I doing in China? So I'm going over to see, uh, see my manufacturers for some of the companies that I own, um, just see what's going on, tour some factories, meet some new manufacturers, just keep up with the vibe. I'm also going to sign off on some new products that will be launching for different brands in the coming months. And let me tell you, I've that. I don't want to be that person, but like, it's a fucking 10. All right. Um, Sense the tone. No one to give yourself credit. I always do. So here we go. What are we doing today? I'm just (laughs) looking at my notes department that I've been given. You know, when you look at this logo down here on the bottom of the sheet that I get, which is the Literally Nobody Cares, it feels like the White House logo. Do you know what I mean? Because it's also round and it's also got the words around and uh, the presidential seal. Yeah, I think that would be great, you know?
1: Well, when we did design a logo, you really wanted it to be like- Political. Political vibes and- We've nailed it. If I
0: I think it's been absolutely That's nailed. Because I feel like I don't know why political, but it just, that has a rant vibe. Being political, you know what I mean? It feels like campaigning.
1: Is that because our president, the president, like constantly rants on Twitter?
0: <laughs> no, I just feel like there's something about politics in general that it's like you're getting strong opinions here. People sure. don't I hold back.
1: said our president then, like how filthy
0: our president. Have you so today? I don't know if you've seen, but um, Scott Morrison has landed for the first uh, Australian state. Well, official state visit of an Australian Prime Minister to Washington in some time, and he has arrived to some fucking fanfare. And let me tell you, I would love to be arriving to that sort of level of fanfare. He's arrived. There's a full red carpet. He's landed on our brand new version of Air Force One. It's this. It's like grey. It's like space grey. The jet. And let me tell you, it's fucking cool. Anyway, he's getting off. There's a marching band. What's this? And the treasurer is there. Blah blah blah. He gets in the car. He goes to the White House. Melania and Donald are out the front. There's the marching band playing the hail salute crap. I mean, it's really nice. Wouldn't complain. That's how the staff's treated me every day. I arrived at the office, but that's all right. I'll just walk in quietly. I don't really know. It just seems like a lot. And they're going to like meetings in the Oval Office. Why do you talk about the Australian Prime Minister? Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, there's not a lot to chat about. Apparently there's some sort of trade thing that they're trying to get signed off about. Oh, I can't remember what it is now, but it was something that I thought was quite funny, but indicative of it being the Australian Prime Minister and not like, a very, like the Russian president. Um, anyway, let's get into the main topic for today. What are we talking about? It's shopping centers. I have received a lot of DMs about different gripes, if you will, things that we hate, um, things that Cheryl is doing and that we just despise. And I have categorized them because it f- seems to me that all of these complaints are coming out of one location and that's a shopping center. Now, for some reason, when people go to a shopping center, I think something happens mentally. I think there's just sort of a change in their mentality. I feel like they just turn into a different type of human. And let me tell you, I'm not about it. So the first thing we need to talk about, and I was DM'd this by urban Fox Safari is slow walkers. I would like to have a minute silence for the slow walkers that I would like to burn in hell because It is so fucking offensive. If you want to walk like you've got nowhere to be in life, and like I've seen you, I understand why you've got nowhere to be in life. But if you are going to walk like you've got nowhere to be in life, pull to the motherfucking side. You need to get the hell out of our way. I'm very rarely in a shopping center. I don't know where I'm going especially if it's like your local center, like you know where the shops are, you know where the food is, the food is, the food is, you go to wherever you need to go directly to Kentucky Fried Chicken. That's funny. Another episode they haven't sponsored. That's fine. We're just sitting out here in the cold. Don't worry about it. They're getting married and whatever, but they can't sponsor my podcast. Lazy fuckers. Colonel Sanders, no worries. A hundred. I just feel like if you need to walk that sort of pace... I think you should replace walking with just committing suicide. I just don't have time for you. I feel like it's offensive. I feel like it's a level of arrogance and ego because you feel like everyone can just wait behind me. Now, Urban Fox Safari has spoken about walking in the middle of a walkway. I'm a thousand percent with you and I'm not about it, but I'll raise you one, an escalator. I'm sorry, but people need to realize that I I understand not everyone gets the, ability to travel around the world. But an escalator isn't fucking Disney World, all right? It isn't a ride. You need to get on and get off. You should fucking get on your knees that the place spent the money to put in this electronic thing so you didn't have to walk up the stairs manually, all right? Now, it doesn't mean that you just get to stand still. How is, like, we've gotten so lazy. I mean, this is coming from me. And, like, I am, like, literally offended by exercise and i just can't get on board with it so if i can what the fuck if you don't have to walk up the stairs so we offered you electronic stairs but you that's still not good enough for you is it cheryl It's still not lazy enough. You're still not a big enough piece of shit. You need to stand still and just blockade the whole thing. And then you've got a little kid there and he's on the side so no one can pass. It's all a big joke and he's putting his hands in places. You know, it's all a big laugh. And let me tell you a story. It isn't funny. Nothing's good. And if you keep jamming your fingers in an escalator, you know what's going to happen? You're going to lose a hand. And let's talk about the mums who are like, we'll just push the pram down here with the baby in it. I'm sorry. But when your child is dead, Don't come crying to the shopping center or anyone else because it is the most dangerous thing. You should Google how dangerous escalators are. They are literally like myself on the brink. Any moment, they could just chop your child up like mincemeat. That's very graphic for the podcast. Everyone's shocked in the room, but you need to be shocked to your core to understand how dangerous they are. When kids are like, "Eh, eh, eh." I mean, to start with, like, what are you doing? Control your children. Like the grubby hands on the glass. Fucking... Karen, control your child, Christy Lee with a hyphen. I mean, not appropriate, but they're just like, oh, and the furry thing that I'm putting my hand in, there is a, a device in there that's sole job is to crush shit. Like, what are you doing? Just get a clue. And like, if you're taking your pram down to save time, it's going to take one slip and everyone's dead. Like, what are you doing? What sort of, we need to put at the bottom of escalators, like flames or something to like remind people of the danger. I don't know. I actually saw a funny meme the other day. Was it a meme? I don't know. It was an image on the internet. I can't really tell the difference. I'm not young enough. But there was an image on the internet and it was like, oh no, it was about marketing, I think. Whatever. Anyway, the the escalator was coming down. On the left-hand side, it had walkie feet. And on the right-hand side, it had stationary feet, like on the escalator stairs. So it encouraged you to like walkie walkie, or if you want to standy standy, you stand to the right, which was weird because like it's to the left in our country. But um, I thought it was an interesting idea. To encourage people like through a subtle way of marketing. It was the same as that one where they did – it was the two soccer players and the sign sort of says like the best soccer player in the world is and then it's got um, Messi and uh, Ronaldo and it's for cigarette butts. So like you're voting but it's encouraging you to bin them. Like it's smart marketing and that's what they were talking about with the thing. It wasn't a meme.
1: When you're – not that you'd know Sam because you don't take public transport – but when you're in if London... And you,
0: you say with such disgust. I feel like it's like an accolade. <laughs> is there an award? Because I haven't stepped foot in a bus in a while. That's <laughs> not true. I was on a bus and this is where they trap you. Hi, sir. Welcome to Emirates business class. Would you like a glass of champagne? Okay, the flight's over. Could you get down the fucking stairs and get on the bus? Because we're in the middle of nowhere and you need to schlep it in the thousand degree heat to the terminal. What do I have to pay to be dropped off at the door? Do you know what I mean? Like, th- I mean, it's bad enough when you've got to get out and walk on the tarmac. But let alone getting on a bus. And then you get those shameful looks like, oh, you've taken a seat. Well, this person's, you know, you're 28 and this person's 31. Respect your elders. They should be sitting. Sweetie, I'm sorry, but my Louis Vuitton bag shouldn't be sitting on the ground of a bus. So, like, you can stand. I don't give a fuck, right?
1: What I was saying, though. Sorry, I, I don't know. Was that in London, in the underground, because it's like... They can be so steep and so long, some of those escalators. Like, it's insane because it's like yes. obviously underground. If you stand on the wrong side, like, it is like hunting season. Like It is dangerous and people will yell at you and abuse you. This is my like, kind if of town. You accidentally step to the side. It's like you might have, like, your arm taken off. Because Spin London, is that what you're going. saying? It's so aggressive.
0: I'm right into that. I would go down there just for um, like a morning, like people have a morning coffee. I would have like a morning subway approach or the the tube to just see it and be like, good. See, Cheryl? See what happens, Cheryl? I would just sit down the bottom with like a lawn chair and just yell up at them. You know what I mean? That would be entertaining as fuck for myself, no one else. I'd probably be moved. It'd be like one of those situations where, you know, where you go like, you're like Sam Smith and you put on like, a whole disguise, and then you sing down there. You know what I mean? Like it would be fun. Anyway, um, I don't think anyone went. With, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, like, Jimmy yeah, and the, okay, like, Jimmy you always does a bad job because they put on one wig and it's like your face is still the same. Do you know what Adele did that one and she like went in with all the Adele's?
1: Oh, and she was dressing up as a fake Adele. And she was dressed so as a fake that Adele was good because she was supposed to still look similar. Yes, to Yes, but
0: also they did the prosthetic nose, they did the prosthetic chin. There was a lot going on. Like I feel like you need to invest. If I was truly famous, like a Dell level, where it's like you've loaded, nothing matters, and all. That, all I would do is that sort of stuff. I would be, I would have a full time prosthesis person, and they would just be making up my face, and I'd be going places. I'd be dropping into fans' houses constantly. What's for breakfast? Avo on toast? I'm in. You know what I mean? I wouldn't. The diet wouldn't matter then, because you'd just be like permanently on like lipo or like some sort of device. I don't know. Um, anywho, what's what else is next? I mean, prams. And, we were talking about prams and trolleys, but um, just generally. I don't think that people, I feel like people think that their pram is like a lawnmower with like vicious teeth on the front. It isn't. You can't run it into people. It's not like I'm coming move out of the way. I will caveat that with, if you're a Cheryl, that's just like, I'm not moving. I'm walking straight towards the stroller. You need to rethink your life choices because like, you know, that person has got things going on. Have you met a young child? They're not a fucking good time to be around. So like she's dealing with that She doesn't need you walking at her. Do you know what I mean? There's a line. But then there's also a line when you're in Peter Alexander and they put 18,000 of their clothes in and you're too tight. And then someone comes in with their trolley and you're like, I'm sorry, the trolley stays outside fucking Cheryl because there's no room in here. What do we do? You can't move.
1: This is why you like Louis Vuitton and those kind of brands because they don't allow trolleys. They don't. And they just have a level. Oh. I'm embarrassed to even say I was trying to go into one but like it was Christmas shopping so it was just like oh. so much stuff and it was filled with bags from some of these stores I will add well, but I got stopped
0: yeah no I, look I appreciate the stop I also appreciate the discretion too where it's not there's not a level about it it's just like sorry ma'am we don't do trolleys, sweetie. Okay. Thank you. And also the line's quite long. So pop in the back. Do you know, I quite enjoy that. And then I say, oh, it's your first week. Get my fucking client advisor. I don't stand in lines. Fuck stick. You know, it's fun times some days to be me. Most days it isn't. So look, I think that more um, shops need rules. You know, even h H&M. and I feel like H&M Zara, I think you can have a trolley in the main drag. If you want to cut off and start looking, I'm sorry, you need to leave it behind. And if you're leaving it behind because you want a $7 sweater and you've left your child unattended in that trolley, Cheryl, you're a fucking bad person, okay? I'm not going to hit a mum shame, but like, I don't think we should be leaving our children unattended in shopping centres. Do you know what I mean? I just think it's not ideal. Anywho, what else we got? Jay Fleming shot me a little DM about cinema etiquette. Um, Jay, I'm here for it. I mean, we should have called you in. We should have dialed you in to just get live, but look, Jay, I'm with you. Cinema etiquette to me is a real situation. I was sitting in, um, a movie not long ago in regular class. (laughs) That was a joke. Did you hear it? (laughs) So when I'm in gold class, I can't fucking stand when people are in there having a chat. Stop talking. What are you? You, it's two hours. How important are you? You're not. Or the person who doesn't know anything and they keep asking questions.
1: Coming from the guy who's constantly on his phone. I always sit back left, back
0: left. Every time back left, if I want to, I can face it into the curtains and I can do my work. Every now and again, Ben's like, let's go and see this movie. And I'm like, oh my, is someone going to die? If anyone falls in love in this movie, I'm fucking killing myself. Like, I'm sorry, but no. Some of the stereotypes don't apply. I like a really strong action flick. Like, you know, if bitches heads aren't cut off, I'm just not there for it. And I really don't have an aversion to blood. There's some info about me. I don't do well. This segment needs to wrap up really fast because I may faint and producer Courtney may have to take over. I don't take well with blood, but in an action movie, chop their their fucking head off. <laughs> Nothing affects me. It's very strange, but no, it is really important, the etiquette. And I also feel like, I know that in gold class, they have um, an age situation. You can't go in unless you're a certain age, unless accompanied by an adult. And I find that offensive. Now I understand. That there are situations where you want to take your child in, and I think that's fine. I think if it's a ratio that's acceptable, I'm there for you. I think it should be one adult for one child. I will make an exception for two children every now and again. Someone's alone, I get you. Beyond that, take your kids' party to fucking McDonald's. You fuck. I don't care that you can afford to roll all your children into gold glass. I don't. Appre- I mean, you are being ripped. Off going to that like forty dollars for a ticket. I'm sorry, we need an understanding you're ripping the guts out of me. I am paying it. I shouldn't have to listen to a child. And like, they think it's like, I mean, I understand it must be the thriller a minute for them, like the big chair and they're bringing you stuff. It's all happening. You know, it's like you're at home. The drinks come in glasses, not in plastic, but I just can't get there that they're sitting there and they're all yelling and making noises. You know, I went once, I think we were seeing Avengers Endgame. So it was a long one. And I'm really invested in that. Like I'm, you know, I'm a big Avengers fan. So I was really getting into it. And there was a guy who clearly had too many beverages prior to arriving. And then he continued to drink whilst in there, which is his right. Good for him. But he just kept like, he thought he was the the commentator for the movie. And, but he also thought that he would like share it with everyone. It wasn't just with the person he was with. So everything was like, Oh, that's a good one. Good on you, Johnny. Good on you. Like all the names. Okay. Like, Oh, we are here going to watch the movie? Not here. You, there's a reason you're a disgusting pig. Do you know what I mean? You shouldn't be in here. Do you know one time I went, here's a funny story. Not really that funny. Um, and a homeless man just walked in and sat down, just walked straight into the cinema. I mean, obviously like confidence plus he just walked straight in and sat down two rows in front and everyone was kind of, cause he had, you know, how homeless people often have like a bag of, I don't know what's inside the bag. I've never looked. Um, I don't imagine it's the place anyone wants to look, but, um, yeah, I imagine it's similar to Mary Poppins bag. Like they've got all sorts in there. Um, he just sat down, had his bag of goods. He just put that beside him on the seat beside him. Started rifling through, he had himself a bottle of water. He was good to go um, not purchased from the movies, um, rather than paying $12 for the water. He thought I'll just pay the six at Woolworths. Um, anyway, so he just sat there and then it was actually, I can't remember what movie we were seeing, but it wasn't that good. Um, and that was actually much more entertaining to watch. I would have paid the $40 to watch that prior before the movie, because then it was a game of watching the cinema employees quietly come over like, hello, sir. Um, we're going to need you to leave. And he was like, no, I'm fine. Thank you. And then they're, all, you know, they're all like twelve, they're like no, no, sir, we we need you, like sir, 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 and he was just ignoring them. It was absolutely wonderful. So then they progress to the more like angry-looking staff member who comes in, who's like a, you know, a larger-built male, if you will, who's like sir, you, sir, 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 and then of course a lady across the aisle then goes, could you keep it down? Okay, Cheryl, he's trying to remove a homeless person who is sauntered into gold class. And do you know what you've got to respect about him? That he just went into gold class. Do you know what I mean? Like, he didn't bother going into Standard or VMAX. He's not about that. So then they tried to remove that. It didn't work. So then they brought in security. And then security was like, mate, you're going to need to go. And he was like, I ain't going. So then they just stood at the back of the cinema, like, keeping an eye. It's like, okay, mall cop, um, keeping an eye. Cause uh, you know, it's very difficult. I mean, security have a very difficult job. I will say that because you can't touch people. You can't do anything. The laws are so you know skewed against you um, because of, you know there some been bad things that have happened in the past in, in some locations. Um, and so they're very much skewed against the security guards. So they can't physically remove you until you become violent or, you know, threaten the safety of people around you. And he was just sitting, sipping a water, um, not really threatening. I mean, maybe the nostrils, but, I mean, not really offensive um, to a level. And anyway, eventually halfway through, um, not dissimilar to myself, he was over it. So he just stood up and walked out. And they just walked out with him. Well, after the whole palaver, he waited probably another 40 minutes. Then he just stood up and left. And I really felt that was a vibe. Do you know what I mean? Like, I almost wanted to say, like, could I order him something? Like, could we get him a drink? Could we get him some food? Because... This could really play out. I mean, I'm not sure what the the rules are, but this could really be entertaining. Anyway, we've really gotten off topic. Um, That's a super surprise here. I mean, I've already covered this one. Parents who don't supervise their children. I just feel like there are some situations where I get it right. And I wasn't surrounded by a lot of children until the last couple of years. Close friends of mine have had children. I understand that there are obviously circumstances and I do feel bad for a lot of mums. And I'm saying mums, like, I don't want to hear about it if you're coming with the, the dad thing. All right, just fuck off, Cheryl. I feel bad for a lot of mums who are like out, you know, they've got really young kids, they've got no assistance. they're just trying to get like the shopping or like their stuff done and the kids are just going wild and they haven't got 19 hands. It's very difficult. And I do sympathize with that because I think like, how embarrassing! Like you feel embarrassed. Most people around you aren't concerned, but I feel bad for you because you think everyone's looking at you like, "Oh my god, how can't you control your children?" Okay, you can't dress p- correctly in the fucking morning. Have you seen a shiny surface, like a spoon? Even I mean, a mirror is preferable. But if you've got a shiny spoon, I would just—I mean, nothing shiny in these people's trailers, are they? I mean, what am I saying? Um, you—if know, you can get on the rims of the trailer outside, you know what I mean. Like, anyway. Um, so I do sympathise with that, but I will say there are some mums out there who are just like, I'm out in public. It's not my problem anymore. On your bike, fucking climb the walls, kick this in. Everything's a joke. I'm sorry. But like, firstly, wipe their face. Cause like, I can't handle the dirty face situation. It bothers me, but also rein it in. Do you know what I mean? If you don't give a fuck and you're not even trying unacceptable. And I feel like in that situation, members of the public should be able to discipline random children. Personally, I mean, Sam Magnifer PM, what can I say? Um, retail workers. I've discussed this before and I've had some DMs um, who are like, you don't even understand Sam. Oh, give me a fucking break. I used to be a waiter. I used to serve drinks for other people for a living. You know, stock fridges. I started at the bottom, you know. Like, I've been there. So, I understand. What did
1: you say for a living? Were you just doing it for free because you are bored? I
0: began doing it for free. <laughs> that is true. But then I became paid at Emerald Lakes. Oh, okay. you? Yes. I remember one time at a wedding um, – I have a really bad memory unless money's involved. And um, I could memorize the drinks for the bridal table. And of course it was on a tab. It so was my money. So I was just like, you're low. And so I would just be bringing the drinks back. Anyway, they thought I was, because I was like five at the time. They thought I was just like, I think it was like 12, 30. I, it was ridiculous. It was
1: illegal for serving alcohol. I mean, that. fucking,
0: okay. Don't call me back. <laughs> CC the fucking who gives a shit department. <laughs> um, and I was taking them over and just like, here you go, guys. I had their names like... Bruce, I got you, mate. There you go. Good on you, Brucey. And uh, I got a whopping tip at the end of the night. Whopping! I mean, they got a whopping bill too, to be honest, because the drink never went dry. But um, I got quite the tip. And so I remember saying after that, like, I'm good at this stuff, guys. Like, get me out of there, the people. I drove up that tab. They were tipping me. Everyone was having a great time in there. And they were like, no, it was an accident back in the stockroom. <laughs> and there I was, packing shelves. So there's a life lesson. There's a fucking diamond in the rough. And you just kicked into the store. i not done to tell you guys. Um, retail worker, you know, I just, I'm just not sure. It's like I said, I've been attacked about it before, but I'm not someone that needs to be, when I walk in the store, attacked with questions. Hi, how are you? Done. I, I'm happy to be acknowledged, but I don't feel, hi, how are you? What are you looking for today? Um, Some peace and quiet? you need to shut the fuck up. Is that a possibility? Could you have one of those? Could you get one of those? Do you have that in your size? Cause I need you to fucking shut it down and they follow you around. And then you touch something like, Oh, that would look great on you. Oh, a stranger who's poorly dressed. Do I need you to give me tips? Probably not. Thanks anyway. And I'm just, it's not for me. Now I do understand some people have KPIs, but then I just think quit your job. Like if you're being forced to harass people, it's just not for you. I just can't handle that. It's not for me. But then I will also say when people are completely ignoring you that drives me to a different level of fucking fury
1: that's like david jones we can't even find a staff member to save oh. life. but just on the kpi thing did you know that at kiki k they're required like their kpi is six products per customer so they have to like what about a pen what about this perfectly what about the notebook what about that it's too much when you go in there Can and I within just say- 30 seconds of entry you must have been greeted now, it's that rule nice. I
0: can get on board with. I feel like every person should be greeted walking through the store. I think it's respectful. I think it's appropriate. I think it's a now. But what I don't think is acceptable is six brokes. But what I will say is in a shop like Kiki K, you get me with 25. Do you need another pen? Sure. What about another color? All no. right. What about if you could erase it? I'll have five. Do you know? You've bought this notebook. It comes in a bigger size. Throw her in. Do you know what I mean? It's station ring. I can't ever have enough. I'll work through it eventually. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'll try a different... You know, but I just don't shop in Kiki K. They're going to send me emails down and be like, come on in. We know that you want to. And I'll be like, okay. It's got a bit femme in there for me. Do you know what I mean? Like, everything's pinks and it's all this. And then they do their one black range. And it's like, it still feels femme to me. And for me to say that, it's not a good start. Um, Getting harassed by the... Yeah, so if they ignore me, I just get to a level. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just can't get anywhere near it because it is too much for me. I just feel like what are you doing? Like, you know, like I said, I started and my job was to literally put, Drinks in fridges, and that was the end of it. You know, and my supervisor said to me, Don't worry about turning the milk, who cares? (laughs) You know, I just thought, Wow, good for you. But I just think, like, if you're not going to work and trying to do the best you can in the role that you're in, you're not going to go places. And if you think you're above retail, well, I'm sorry, but you deserve to stay at the bottom of the food chain wherever you are. Because if you can be good at sales and in retail, oh, it's so valuable. If you work in a store, you should really be using that as your time to go and try and hone your skills this is turning into an episode of the spin life but you know or tony robbins you can do it take every day in your take every day in your (laughs) fine, tony we can't fucking understand you talking like a walrus we're not inspired oh my god he's got an event on australia at the moment my instagram feed is filled it's so much to handle i just can't it's so much rah rah do you know what i mean you know, like let's all stand up and dance. Like it's not for me. I can't get there. Um, What else we got? Places that close early or start vacuuming. Put the fucking, va- oh, this drives me up the wall. Oh, it's 4.54. We're closing soon anyway, but you're not. And then people are going to DM me and I know they're going to say to me, Sam, they only pay me to five on the door. I don't know what the internal politics are, but again, leave the vacuum cleaner until the store is physically closed. And doing a half close on your door, mm, I'm I'm not having anything to do with that. That's fucking rude. And like, also I can duck like What do they think a fucking giant is coming in and he's going to have to like get on the ground and crawl in? What is that doing? Like we're sort of closed, but we're not, but like, I'm not breaking the rules, but I am, but I'm not. No fuckhead. You need to raise that up. You need to stand behind the counter with your phone, not on you and welcome me into the store. If I would like to stay that in turn, I am also happy. I've been in Woolworths and it's happened before when they do the, this store has now closed. Please proceed to the counter. And you know, you feel like a bit of a hurry on, so you move to the counter area. I feel like you need to keep the place open until the time. I don't think you should be shutting it early. And I don't want to hear from you, Cheryl. If you're gonna mess me like, I only you're until five. That isn't my problem. I'm out here trying to spend my money, which keeps you in a fucking job. And I would like to do it right up until the closing time. If that closing time is actually five minutes earlier, put that on the website. Cause you know, I'm one of those people too, I'll be scrolling on a Sunday and I'll come across it on Instagram and I'll be like, I have to have it immediately. I don't swipe up. I run to the car. It's the only time I run. And then I drive the speed limit to the nearest shopping center. And then I, not the nearest, my preferred Pacific Fair shopping center on the Gold Coast, the greatest shopping center in the world. Um, And let me tell you, their PR is stunning. Their digital is next level. Who's doing their work? Um, And so I just get in there. So often I'm shaving it very tight. And when I get there, and it's two minutes, two, and the JB Hi-Fi guy says, sorry, mm, we're Listen, bud, I don't need to pull my receipt out for you to stamp it. Like, who are you? I don't know what it is. You're not in a JB uniform. You're in some third-party thing. And quite honestly, even me, if I went on for a run, a light jog, you'd be fucked. You wouldn't catch me. I could run out of there with a TV, a 60-inch in a light jog, and you'd still not catch me. Like they need to really think about what they're doing over there at JB. I'm not an expert, but look, if I was going to steal, um, places, no, we've done that one parking badly oh, today. No. Yes. Last night. Oh, I went to Woolworths. I'm always at Woolworths. Mm, yeah. I am sponsoring either. Um, maybe I will shop at Coles. That was another joke. Cause it's disgusting. Um, and someone had par- and I saw it. it was like, here's the perfect park, It's out the front. It's what I call a prime possum car park. PP occasionally I'll call it, but prime possum. Um and so I was driving up and the prime possum car park was there. It was shining as a light. I knew it. Um and I was right into it. And as I went to pull in, the fuck stain next to me had pulled in over the line. So my car won't fit in it. And it's like, okay, take your Tarago Or your fucking high ace, or your fucking Delica, and just get out of here. If you can't park your spaceship that you're driving around, you shouldn't be driving it. They actually put lines on the ground because you're so stupid you can't work out the appropriate distance to leave, and you still can't park in the lines. How is that humanly possible? And like, again, if someone's going to send me a message, if you're driving a Tarago, a high ace, or a Carnival, I mean, I'm sorry, but the stereotype sticks. If I'm honest, like. I'm very rarely seeing you guys drive well on the road and or with your, uh, you know, with your parking, you just don't know what's going on. What else have I got here? Oh, lining up outside a shop. I mean, we've sort of covered this. Look, personally, I don't have to line up outside the main ones because like, here I am. Um, I'm a good client. they like to have me on the inside. Um, but what I will say is this people who are lining up outside Gucci and you have a look at the line you think like, I'm sorry, is this necessary? Can you afford anything in the store? You know, there's nothing more frustrating. And The only time I ever shop in Gucci, to be clear, I don't own anything from the brand. Oh, that's a lie. I do. I bought a pair of slides and I was in Paris. That's a lie too. It was in Cannes, which is in France. <laughs> Bonjour, ça va? Oh, we should have the episode in French today. Um, you know, Oh, can we just stop? Just pause everything. Just cancel everything. Let's not move forward. Let's focus. Celine's cut her hair. And let me tell you a story, button pusher Aaron has gone into full scale fucking meltdown because the time's ticking and it's happening and everyone's like, Sam, wrap it up. Celine's cut her hair. So we should just all pack up our desks and go home because the queen's done it. And what I think it's a bit of an ode to, if you will, it's many years ago. She cut her hair as like a fresh beginning when she was doing the IVF and it was all happening for her. And Oh, okay, Producer Courtney. The the haircut is so good, Courtney choked on its brilliance. I mean, that's what I just saw it happen live in the studio. Um, Her hair is so good. And she did it last time, she chopped it short and people lost their mind. But this time it is very chic, it is very sleek and it's a 10. She's performing a concert, she's nailing her three new songs things are really happening she's in a sparkly jumpsuit and i'm here for it she came out and sang she's in quebec at the moment which obviously french speaking um which you know i, I won't speak french now because it's confusing listeners but um she was there obviously singing primarily her french songs but she came out in this outfit to sing pocket you me girl um which is a song that's obviously a 10 it's the biggest song of her french career um but you should see the dress i just the the level of obnoxiousness is oh there it is I mean, for a song, uh, she's brilliant. And The hair's on fire. Love you to death, Celine. Like um, like, you know what those
1: girls that used to be on top of cake? Yeah, but like when you get in bit closer, to the
0: actual really, texture. Really,
1: it's like jewel overlay. It
0: is, but if you get in the texture, it's quite stunning. Like it really is laid. It's beautiful. It's happening. She also does a really beautiful outfit that's like a, a tailored tuxedo pant with a um a sleeveless um top and it oh. With, a, with the banjo across the... Oh, it is... She is... It is so... And the heel she's got on with it with the... Bra- oh, Celine! How do you do it being the biggest selling film of all time and performing at such a level? Thanks anyway, Button Pusher Aaron. Okay, what else we got here back on the topic? When people get to the front of the line and then start searching for their wallets. This is like a version of what we discussed with Laura Dundervic, isn't it? Why is it a surprise to you when you get to the front that it's the part where you pay? Why are you, how do you, how do some people tie their lace? How do some people get up out of bed in the morning? How do they stay hydrated and not just die? The level of stupidity that we have to Witness in the world. I mean, quite literally, these dilettantes who are like, oh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's oh, and they make the joke, and it's like, oh, better get the wallet now. Oh, you don't take the ID card. Listen, Fuckstain, none of us have time for this. We need to get to where we're going. We came in, we knew what we wanted. We were on a movement, a groove, if you will, and you have slowed us way down. It's what I do when Celine comes up to the podcast. We slow way down to appreciate the brilliance. But what I am saying is prepare yourself. You're getting to the counter. Choose the card that you would like to use. No, you can't split it across 17 cards. Uh, Newsflash, maybe it's time to stop shopping. Um, But like, you just need to be ready. I mean, and then also like, you know, these people who pull out cash, who are you? Who's shoving with these notes anymore? Like, I don't get it. And then you hand the notes to them. Every now and again, I've got cash. You pay and then you hand you the chain. The whole process is dirty. Here's these disgusting coins that 7,000 other people have touched. Their children have licked. They've been in the dirt. Then so, Like, it's foul. So I'm always like, keep it. And they're like, oh, thank you. Uh, okay, pretend it's a gift. Like, I don't want it to touch me. The notes are enough. I like my own f postcard that I have touched, that it is mine. It came sealed in an envelope that only a machine touched. You know, I'm not a clean freak, but I also feel like, oh, I just don't need to be touched by things. It's just a kind of a bit weird. Look, we've hit 35 minutes. Courtney's letting me know. I think that's a good time to wrap up. I'm in China. Fling me a message. Ask how things are going. Producer Courtney's popping in.
1: I just like, are you? What's going to be the deal with this sometimes daily show? It's paused for next week because of oh, China.
0: Isn't that so upsetting? Well, Should I? Will,
1: yeah, actually, issue a apology because they will have not had any content, and this goes live on a Wednesday.
0: <sighs> Dear listeners, this is Sam. I am here to deliver a poignant message to you. I apologize profusely and hope that you can forgive me in the future. As aforementioned, kind regards, Samuel of Spin & Co, Spin Studio, Jim's Cosmetics, and many others. Kind regards. Um, that's my official apology. If you would like a copy of it, we will fax it over to you. Um, that's really all we've got time for on this show. Maybe I'll try and record something like On the Fly in China. Could you imagine? Button push it, Aaron was like, oh, I thought I had the mornings off. Um, no, you don't. Okay, rain it in. Maybe I'll just have everyone come in, all the staff, and just go through and say one nice thing about me, and then one nice thing about Celine, and we'll put that up. Do you know what I mean? Like that's content. People love it. Um, Okay, great. Thanks for listening as always. Make sure you're a part of the closed Facebook group. I'm going to go live when I get back from China on that. I keep saying that I will. I will do that. We are going to go live in there. So make sure you're searching literally nobody cares in the private Facebook group. People are sharing their grievances and we're all giving our two cents on card, not in coin. We're giving out two cents because we feel like it's a community and we all know Cheryl's and we all just need to be a part of it. So please make sure you've joined that. Please make sure you're following me on Instagram at underscore Sam Mangan. Please make sure you're subscribed. Please make sure you've left a review. There's a laundry list of things to do. I don't give a fuck, Cheryl, if you've got other things going on. I need you to do all of the things I just said, okay? I'm not throwing out daily shows. You've got the time. Take that 20 minutes and dedicate it to following me and showering me with praise. God. And someone called Kentucky Fry. Well, if I get back and I'm not eating a zinger with this next episode, I'm fucking devastated. Anyway, you know, if someone wants to just send it and pay for it themselves, they could sponsor it. Do you know what I mean? You've got the in here people. I mean, I'm just handing out fucking advice.
1: You know what's interesting though is that we say Kentucky Fry when it's Kentucky Fried.
0: Yeah, okay. Let's not unpack that. I think this <laughs> this episode's kind of wrapped it's up. It's weird
1: isn't though, it? isn't it? Because we say it as a family. Aaron, does your family say Fry or Fried? Fried. Fried. Kentucky Fried.
0: You just say Kentucky Fried. That's interesting. But Bajara is confirming. Um, That's very interesting. I also, like, again, I'm so on brand. I'm saying Kentucky Fried Chicken because you're trying to rebrand to that. You're moving away from KFC. I got the press release. I know. I'm doing the Lord's work for you. I'm doing the people's work, the Lord's work. I mean, the amount of things on my shoulders, I tell you what, I'm just out here doing the work. Um, Anyway, you've subscribed already while I've been doing that little discussion. You've already joined the Facebook group. We love you for that. We will have a chat in there. Uh, As I said, I'm going to try and keep the content flow coming, but we're in China. Who knows what's going on over there? Um, Otherwise, this podcast, as you know, as with all good podcasts, they are a part of the Spin Studio Network, which we love. Thank you for listening.
1: I will see you next week. Love you the most.